Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's always up for a good debate. This is The Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, and Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. Um, Michelle Rempel joins us later on in the next hour about uh, the female genital mutilation issue, and she is demanding that the federal government change the citizenship guide to include FGM, and we'll talk to uh, Michelle Rempel about that, and an electronic petition that shows there's significant numbers of Canadians are feeling exactly the same way. Now, the issue of uh, Jack Letts, who's also been known as Jihadi Jack, at 800-263-2428, is there a case to be made for him to be allowed into Canada? He's a Canadian citizen. And do you believe he was a member of ISIS, even though his father clearly has told us he was not? Diane in Calgary, thank you for the call, Diane. Go ahead, please. Hi. Hi, Roy. I just want to say that by the father's own omission, he has not actually spoken to his son in over two years. I'm sorry, but I don't trust his son. Um, I trust the father more that he actually was trying to help his son with the finances but and got caught up in this. But I do not want any of these young people that left to join the Middle East uh, back in our country. And I think that I speak for the majority of Canadians. We I think do you do. I th- you probably, back. no doubt you do speak for the majority of Canadians. We'll see what happens. The Canadian government is looking into it. Dale is on Vancouver Island uh, Dale, you do not agree with the majority of Canadians, if in fact the majority of Canadians say there's no way that Jack Letts should be allowed into Canada. I think that he, he needs to be gone. They did, did the whole process. If it turns out that he's clear, absolutely repatriate. But I think they have an excellent uh, baseline case of a non-Muslim individual who has become Muslim so that they can eliminate any argument of being racist or uh, some sort of religious prejudice as they sort this out now and in the future. I think they have a responsibility to actually follow through with this case, even though it is probably more than punitive. If it turns out the guy is cleared, then absolutely repatriate him. But we have to run it through the gambit on this one because this is a perfect example of a baseline case for... Um, what is your gut? What is your gut? What does your gut tell you? My gut tells me that he'll probably be cleared, but that he probably got mixed up with some bad folks, and uh, and but that he, he is not actually uh, an ISIS extremist. That's a pretty extreme behavior. I don't think people appreciate how extreme it is. All right, Dale. I thank you, Vancouver Island. My gut tells me, with all deference to his dad, John. And I understand a father loving his son, but my gut tells me that Jack Letts was a member of ISIS. That's my gut. I don't know if I'm correct or incorrect. Gina's in London, Ontario. Hi, Gina. Hi. um, No, he should not be let back into Canada. I believe he is or was a member of ISIS. In fact, isn't that part of their plan to send members or... um, fighters to their home countries to... Uh, yes, they've said that. Yes, they have said they would do that. And that's part of the plan. I, I find it hard to believe that he 
uh, was among ISIS members and they just let him go or they just let him walk freely or... Uh, well, I find it very difficult to believe that you would tell ISIS in a court in Raqqa that they're non-Muslims, they're not properly practicing the Islamic religion. Exactly. And, 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 you, and you're going to survive that. I have a real problem believing that you're going to, you would survive that in that environment. Gina, thank you for the call. By the way, being remember this, being a member of ISIS does not exclude you from coming into this country, according to our prime minister. Because he has said that returning ISIS terrorists could contribute extraordinarily to the well-being of Canada. Alex is in Waterloo, Ontario. Alex, how are you, sir? Very good, very good. Nice to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I think this, I mean, unfortunately, I, I feel for the, for the lad's father, but uh, unfortunately, it just doesn't pass the smell test. You're absolutely right. If he was there and and was uh, not a member of ISIS and not participating, he would be dead. That, that there's no two ways about that. Uh, another point is, uh, if you're a member of a known gang in Canada, that's all they need to, to, to prosecute you, right? Uh, and the other thing is, is that uh, if he does come back, uh, he needs to go to jail uh, for whatever length of time. I'm not sure what, what that would be, but he needs to go to jail. And the other thing is, I think the part you would You would put him in jail, what, until you were able to... Define or definitively find out whether he was a member of ISIS or put him in jail. Period. Well, I think he should be. I think he should be in lockup because we, at, at this point, there's a debate, and we're we're a mm -hmm. democratic society mm -hmm. with rules of law. So okay, but uh, I'm sure they can find out. They can find out where he was, what part of the country he was at, oh, yeah. what cities he was at. Well, I'm sure that's what they're doing now. Right, and then and then prosecute him to the full extent of the law. Speaking However, which, you I have to remember that being a member of ISIS, according to our prime minister, does not disqualify you from living in this country. Nor does it mean you'll go to prison. Well, unfortunately, uh, that's the prime know, minister's decision. Yes, I, well, uh, his opinion counts as much as my dog's opinion to me. Well, you know, it's interesting because the the legal views in Canada. Or your views, personal views, should not supersede what happens as far as the criminal code is concerned. Alex, thank you very much for the call. And that's what we're going to talk about at the top of the next hour. The legal court, the course of action in a courtroom should not be subjected to second-guessing by the federal justice minister or the prime minister. And that's in the Colton Bushy case. I want to talk about that. Uh, top of the next hour, should the Prime Minister, and certainly should the Federal Justice Minister, have provided a personal opinion on the outcome of, of a jury trial? I have real issues with that. We'll come back. Stay with us.